0: Hey, as you may notice, there's no normal podcast this week. I had plans for it and they kind of fell through and you know, stuff happens. So instead, this will just be a little special. It's an audio version of one of the videos I've already released on my main channel. I hope you enjoy. This Organized Chaos podcast is brought to you by Gems Art Studio. Gems Art Studio is an online store that allows access to prints that you can use for most anything, obviously as just a picture, or as a wallpaper, or as a bookmark, or anything you can think of, you can find Gems Art Studio at Etsy.com/shop/GemsArtStudio. This podcast is also brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. This has been a list I've been needing to do for a while. The issue that delayed me is that I prefer to have at least 10 films in a franchise before I do one of these lists. Technically, we have just reached that point with Suicide Squad. I'm sorry, I mean THE Suicide Squad. Though there is the odd duck with Zack Snyder's Justice League, which isn't technically DCEU, but is super connected for obvious reasons, so it's counted here. Do you know the oldest lie in America, Senator? Can I call you June? You can call me whatever you like. Take a bucket of piss and call it Granny's Peach Tea. Mm -hmm. Number 11, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. This is one of the most pretentious movies ever. This movie acts like it's some sort of intellectual think piece when it's so boring. Lex Luthor's piss is a genuine plot point here. Batman kills a shitload of guys basically because Snyder thinks it looks cool. Jimmy Olsen gets murdered in the first couple minutes for no reason. Superman acts super mopey the entire time. Batman is just a psychopath. Lex Luthor is absolutely insufferable. The whole motivation with Lex Luthor makes no sense. I must prove Superman is either not all good or not all powerful when we literally know both things are true. Superman Kills a Terrorist he could've easily saved. This isn't technically the worst movie on this list. It is competently made, but it is by far the least enjoyable. All these movies have moments I can appreciate, except this one. This one just leaves me wanting the end credits once it starts playing. You're gonna go to war. That son of a bitch brought the war to us. Two years ago Jesus offered count the dead thousands of people what's next millions he has the power to wipe out the entire human race and if we believe there's even a 1% chance that he is our enemy we have to take it as an absolute sword. there's your pep talk right, compared to Yoshia she killed it so that's it what we some kind of suicide squad number 10. Suicide Squad 2016 To call this movie a missed opportunity seems like a massive understatement. Suicide Squad stories are typically bloodbaths. If you have ever seen the animated movies? That's what they are. In this, two members of the squad die. We lose Slipknot early on. He is literally the only member to get no introduction. I'm sorry, he gets an introduction in the form of some ADR shit. Here comes Slipknot, the man who can climb anything. The other character to die is El Diablo, and he is actually the best handled character in this entire movie. Will Smith, Margot Robbie, Viola Davis, Jai Courtney, and Joel Kinnaman are all in top form. It's too bad this story is insanely stupid. It's not even good stupid like the newer Suicide Squad. It's stupid while taking itself super seriously. Jared Leto is rather worthless as the Joker. Jack Nicholson plays Crazy Joker. Heath Ledger plays the Joker that creates chaos. Joaquin Phoenix is similar except he is also a chaos internally as well. What is Leto? Fucking purring Joker? And I have even gone to the terrible editing and the dumb use of licensed music. This is clearly a movie DC wanted to make into a Guardians of the Galaxy clone, and that's a real shame here. This movie is a Suicide Squad movie, and rather than take advantage of the pure chaos you can do with a Suicide Squad movie, this is instead forced into being a standard superhero movie that's just over-dark with dingy lighting and the worst editing you could imagine. I'm gonna get you there, and you're gonna end this. I'm going to carry your ass if I have to. Hurry oh, yeah. up! Shh! Z- Zoran. Zoran! Can we ask you some questions? It's for our podcast. Well, in that case... Number 9. Justice League. From the very first shot of this movie, you know you're in for something special. This is an absolute Frankenstein's creation of a movie. A mixture of Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon and studio mandates... Technically, this is the worst movie on this list, but it's too much fun to rank at the bottom. This movie flows from genuinely good moments to so bad it's good moments. With the right attitude, this movie can be a lot of fun. It's so dumb, and for the first time on this list, the movie knows that. This is a bad movie, but I can't hate it. It's too enjoyable for all the wrong reasons. People are difficult. They require a lot of focus. They, uh... They have like a rhythm that I haven't quite been able to, like brunch, like what is brunch? Number eight, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Didn't I just talk about this? All right. So, this movie is marginally better than Theatrical Cut of Justice League, but it also loses some good stuff and is entirely too long. Don't get me wrong, a lot of the stuff I add here is better than Theatrical Cut, but not all of it, and there is so much extra fad in this movie. This is the only movie I've ever done my own re edit of, and my edit has way too much fad in it, and it's quite a bit shorter. Zack Snyder's Justice League is a decent three-hour movie that is four hours long, and that extra hour is unforgivable. Oh, awesome. That's a bad signal, that's your, oh, sorry. That's your signal, that means we have to go now. Yeah, that's that's what that means. It's so cool. If Krypton lives again, what happens to Earth? The foundation has to be built on something. Even your father recognized that. Number 7. Man of Steel This one kind of hurts. This is so close to being a fantastic movie. There is something kind of brilliant that this movie almost reaches. It seems to want to explore why Superman doesn't kill. It wants to explore whether or not he'll even be Superman. It wants to explore what makes Superman, Superman. And it gets close to exploring these ideas, and just doesn't. It seems more interested in action sequences than doing what's best for the story. It is great action, even if it's overblown, but discouraging how close this was to being a brilliant Superman movie. As it is, it works well enough, it's enjoyable, it's fine. It's just so close to something brilliant. And it settles for good. Leave alone, Pete. Oh, what, he girlfriend? I want to hear what he has to say. Come on, dick i And thinking about breakfast. Egg. Bacon. Yes. American cheese. Soft, toasted, buttered roll. just. Of hot sauce. Not too much sound. Wanna taste the cheese. Number 6. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Well, like Man of Steel, this movie doesn't reach its full potential. Unlike Man of Steel, it does reach some of it. Joker was completely unnecessary in Suicide Squad but here he could've really been used. Instead, we have Black Mask taking up the role, and he works well enough. Just Harley standing on her own against Black Mask isn't nearly as strong as it would've been if she stood against the Joker. Plus, this movie is completely mistitled. It's a Harley Quinn movie with the Birds of Prey seeming to be an afterthought. Still, pretty good. It does benefit from repeat watchings. Thanks, Joe you peach. Hey, I know that guy. <laughs> it's not bad for an imbecile, huh? Not bad at all. Number five, Aquaman. This is easily the dumbest movie on here. It is gloriously, beautifully, and wonderfully dumb. This is super cliche and James Wan clearly knows the property he has and simply goes to town on it. This is what happens when a good filmmaker just does what he thinks will be fun. If you are looking for a movie with deeper meaning, this is not the movie for you. But if you are looking for giant crabs, excessive explosions, and overdependence of CGI, giant psychic squids, and new fancy outfits this movie is right up your alley. The cast also does a great job here. This movie is dumb in all the right ways and an absolute blast. You must take it there and retrieve the message. The clue to Atlan's final resting place is inside of this. Wait, 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 wait. There is a whole island of women like her and not a single man among them? How do we get there? (laughs) Number four, Wonder Woman. This is simply a fantastic movie. In fact, this is actually the best movie on this list. Maybe number one can compete with it. But this is clearly a classic superhero movie and a real gold standard of the genre. That is, until the third act completely turns into a goddamn video game. The No Man's Land scene is great. Despite its poor screening, it still works amazingly well. This is such a great movie until the end. It doesn't completely shit the bed with the ending, but really gives it a go. You don't need a pile of money or some business degree to get started. You don't even have to work hard for it. Good morning. Good morning. Don't even think about it. At Black Gold Cooperative, all you need is to want it. Number three, Wonder Woman 1984. I know this is a hell of a hot take since the general consensus is that this movie is absolute garbage. It does have its issues. My biggest is how they don't really do anything with the whole Steve in an guy's body thing. It's obvious this is supposed to be a cost of the wish, but they don't explore that at all. It is an issue that brings up tons of other issues. But then again, this is a comic book movie about magic rock that grants wishes and just takes more in return. I do want to take a moment to discuss one of the most common criticisms this movie gets. The question, why doesn't Wonder Woman just wish away the problem? Here's the problem. It's a moral tale, and the wishes are the easy way out. And the whole point of the moral is that they don't work. You can wish for whatever you want, but no matter what you wish for, The Rock will always make sure to take more in return. You made a wish to huh? <laughs> They're a bitch, aren't they? So even if she wishes away the whole problem, it will come back and it will take more in return. The whole point of this movie is that wishes are never the answer. Frankly, not only is this movie a cool moral tale, it's also a lot of fun. You took the short pass. You cheated, Diana. that That is the truth. Like a like a like a mic drop catchphrase after you do some cool i've been thinking about that i was thinking, what about what about this that's why you don't mess with electricity you know, <sighs> catchphrases obviously aren't one of your superpowers and your phone's charged well you think you can do better what the hell? number two shazam this is rather awesome it has more of a children's movie focus without treating children well for lack of a better term like children. This movie understands that not only do children enjoy movies with a darker edge, it is also overall good for them to understand the horror that a lot of these villains cause. The strong family theme here is incredible and it's interesting how the villain comes from a traditionally functional home but with a psychologically abusive family while the hero comes from a traditionally broken home yet one with love and caring. Not the best movie ever but overall pretty damn great and pretty much is the exact movie it was clearly aiming to be. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm a superhero. Yeah, his name is, uh, Captain Sparkle Fingers. No, it's not. No, it's not! Nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Milton? <laughs> Number 1. The Suicide Squad. It is tough to envision a Suicide Squad movie better than this. This is everything a Suicide Squad movie should be and honestly so much more. It's a movie with genuine heart and jizz humor. I love the rain. It's like angels are swooping all over us. It's a real mixture of all the best aspects of James Gunn. You get the warmth between the characters like you do in Guardians of the Galaxy, but also the gore and brutalness of a movie like Super or Slither. This is what a Suicide Squad movie should be. Has anyone got eyes or ears on anymore? They killed Milton! Milton was still with us? Where did you think he was? I don't know. I thought he stayed back with the bus. What was Milton gonna do? He was helping us! Who's Milton? What? I don't remember any Milton. Fuck! So that's it. The DCEU from worst to best. And if you're wondering why I didn't put Joker on here, It's because it's not DCEU. It's actually less DCEU than Zack Snyder's Justice League, which you could argue is a DCEU multiverse offshoot. Heck, you could probably put in the DCEU proper, and it wouldn't really affect much. But anyways, if I did put Joker in here, it'd probably go between Aquaman and Wonder Woman. So what would your list be? What should I talk about next? If a frog had wings, would it bump its ass when it hops? Let me know in the comments below. I want to go ahead and add some audio credits at the end here. Uh, The theme music you're hearing at the beginning and end of this podcast was uh, written and performed by George Johnson, a very good friend of mine. And my current Patreons are uh, Fel Martins, David Lara, and Lindsay Pankhurst. If you'd like to become a patron, go ahead and follow the link down below. Anything you can provide would be incredibly helpful to this channel. We're barely limping by right now. Uh, I'd love to make this my full-time job. I'm miles away from that right now, so any help you could provide, just a dollar a month would be amazing. You know you want to. All your friends are doing it. They think order and chaos are somehow opposites and try to control what won't. Be. I used to fuck guys like prison.